Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's been an action-packed week. Uh, in the international break, so many things going on. Of course, some people get a little bit down in national football. They do, like, you know, they prefer club football. They see international breaks as pointless or can't be bothered. And I know these were qualifiers, but you've been buzzing, then, haven't you? You've, you've had a breather for <laughs> No, well, mate, I, I, I won my last game going into it. I want to build momentum. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, did you win your last game going into it? Um, yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. Beat yeah. Forest. Did you win as well? Uh, yeah. yeah, he did. Home well, anyway, Brentford. well, anyway, yeah, I didn't mind. I want to, I want to get back to it. But you know I love a little break internationally. Do you? Yeah, well, you know what? Third because, one already. Because I work all we- like weekends mostly. Mm, okay. Having a weekend where you don't have to watch the game. True. Just means you free up time to yeah. do at least a little bit with the family. Because yeah. normally, like, no, I can't do that. Games on at four. Games on at yeah. twelve. I do agree know? with that. That's true. That's true. And the traveling as well. But just from a, a football fact, like yeah, I want my yeah, team yeah. to keep playing. I want yeah. to see if we can turn this corner. I just need games to come so we can get points, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but what has happened at club level since then? Everton deducted ten points. Um, I think it's the, the most significant uh, deduction in a long time, if not in Premier League history. Anyway, um, what was your thoughts on that, Anton? And their city as well. They've got 115 charges as well. Like Chelsea got to answer to some stuff. What do you think? How's this going to play out? I think they've set a precedent now with with 10 points in terms of um, being points deducted. I think when you look at the charges that Man City have got, um, Chelsea have got stuff to answer to. The starting point really is 10 points now when we're looking at it. Um, but what people ain't looking at is the fact that Everton have been deducted 10 points, but they're still one spot above bottom of the league. And if they win against Man United on the weekend, they're out of the relegation. Which is a great chance. So, let's have it right. (laughs) (laughs) No, just astray for no reason. I'm sitting here listening to my mate Anton. Sorry, go on, crack on. (laughs) So, if we're being honest, although, yeah, 10 points deducted, we're looking at going, oh, that's a bit steep. If you're an Everton fan and you're looking where you are and the points have been taken away from you already and you've still got a good chance of staying up, mm. happy days. And I think, like I said, like Murph said, it, it could be a possibility that they do beat Man United on, on the weekend and they're out of the relegation battle. But away from, away from like, okay, fair enough, Everton might not go down because of this because they've got enough to stay in the league and Dyche, you know, all, all the football inside. That's the they'll, biggest, that's, but that's the yeah. biggest fear. That's the biggest problem. Yeah, they'll be they all right. No, they'll be all right. But Everton fans will, and quite rightly so, Danny, be saying, all right, well, like they've said in their statement, there's other clubs that are up for, for a lot of breaches. Don't just come for the small clubs. Don't let, you know, City or Chelsea or whoever it might be. It could be Man United, it could be Liverpool, whoever. Well, Don't the, let them get away with it. The question, yeah, first and foremost, though, is it disproportionate? Um, because they were, by the calculations used by the independent three guys who were on it, um, they're talking about they, they the figures came out, didn't they? Of twenty million over the where they should be. I mean, that's a little bit subjective for various reasons, but 
if 10 points, if 20, 20 million wrong is worth 10, 10 points, points, we are at a very high bar. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how the appeal goes. But let's say that stays. I agree with Alan. If there's ever a season to get a 10-point deduction, it's this one with the teams down yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but I do feel for Evan. I do think it's harsh. And I do think it is now setting a precedent for obvious reasons because they're talking about the independent regulator trying to, trying to show that we've got our house in order i.e. the Premier League and the Indi you know, it's like, right, we can deal we can deal with our own problems. We are ruthless. We can do this. So Everton have been, I think, a little bit set an example of. Um <clears throat> sorry, sorry, Murph. The problem is the problem is as we know football, especially with England, with the FA and, and, and the governing bodies within England, there's so much disparity between different things in football in England that it wouldn't surprise me if City get five games, five points, sorry. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't think that can happen now. But, but it wouldn't surprise you say that, but it wouldn't surprise me. Like we see people get, um, when we talk about uh, discrimination, one player gets eight games, one player gets yeah. four games, but it's the same, it's discrimination. Mm. You know, and, 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 and it don't mean that one's harsher than the other, one's worse than the other. Discrimination is discrimination. There should be a set standard and that's what it is. Yeah. With this, I, it wouldn't surprise me if City got five games. I mean, five points, sorry, five point deduction. It actually wouldn't surprise me because we're so inconsistent in this country. Yeah, I think what they're trying to do is set this bar now about financial fair play. I, I, I think City and Chelsea are in a bit of trouble if they get What do you think will happen? Well, they're very complicated charges and some of them are just repeated. Exactly. So, and, and the Chelsea thing's even different because Chelsea saw it themselves and handed it they in did, themselves yeah. and, and there'll be some, there'll be some um, leeway. Yeah. yeah, lenience is a better word because of that. But ultimately, if, there, if there's wrongdoing and we just said Evans, 20 million, 10 points, you're looking at a similar amount more. It's got to be more. So is there a relegation on the cards for Man City? You mm. know, and how does that skew the whole landscape of football um, but just going back to the original point I think it's worth talking about is the 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 independent board if you like of three people is commissioned by somebody whether it's commissioned in conjunction with Everton and the Premier League and they choose the appropriate people but I don't know if you're aware it's one of the people on the board was used to be the finance director at West Ham now to me that doesn't seem right mm -hmm. I'm not suggesting the guy's crooked in any way but it seems that... Well, the, you are a little bit. No, well, I'm just suggesting You think that, you could be compromising? Yeah. I just think there's a, comp conflict, there's a, con a conflict. conflict of interest in that... Would it be okay if he was a former finance director of Burnley? Mm. You know, and I know West Ham aren't in a relegation battle right now, but you get mm. my point. Yeah, no, I get you know, it. Should, what, he's been involved in, at a football club. So there'll be Evertonians going, well, hold on. We don't know who else is involved. With, how, how do we get the transparency of who's on the board and who's commissioned? And we don't know that yet. We know who's on it. The names are out. Mm. And they're, you know, I'm sure they're very respectable guys, but there, there has to be some. And, and then there, there is now another caveat to this is that, and this is where it gets really complicated. So I'll try and keep it simple because I've just been talking about this on another show. The, the independent board, the independent guys on the committee have given a 28 day window for any other clubs impacted by Everton's wrongdoings to make a claim. Wow. So you've got, I think there's five or six clubs impl implicated. Burnley was one of them because the year, one of the years Everton's yeah. wrongdoing was Burnley got relegated. Mm -hmm. And how, who's to, how exactly. do you work out how much they're, who's going to pay that? Everton. Yeah. You put Everton out of business. Mm. If you get four or five clubs going, well, we, 
we didn't get promoted because blah blah someone else went out and they should have been like a parachute payment yeah. they'd have to get Stopped the equivalent it of a parachute you know payment so all of a sudden you've got this i mean the likelihood is that that type of claim is gonna is probably gonna go away or not not happen because the whole th i mean how many clubs could say they've been implicated by that's that's similar to sheffield united with west ham with the tevez and Mascherano. exactly thing. very very similar yeah, yeah. so and then there, there wasn't much, they did there was a small out of court yeah. settlement wasn't there yeah. and maybe that's what the clubs are after but there's all these knock-on effects to this judgment um and i'm disappointed in the fact that you know the the main thing for me with the premier league is the competitive nature of it and the fact that teams go up and down and you know it's genuine the win is the win the people who go down have been the worst teams whereas now by the end of this season i know we're hypo uh, hypothesizing you could have theoretically chelsea deducted 20 points city relegated and everton relegated because That's of the deduction massive. of so teams are staying in the Premier League, not based on their football ability. No. And Liverpool or Arsenal, whoever's going to win the league, does that feel like a win? No, it's not. The whole well, thing. The whole, but this, no. this is what I'm saying. The whole integrity of, of, of our game I mean, is, you might is, get is a Champions League spot. Well, listen, mate, exactly. It's not bad. I'll tell, you, <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, mate. Arsenal fans Man United, second, 2020. 2021 Man United second 17-18 Man United second in the infamous Aguero season 11-12 so give us our trophies mate but no but even on that I mean some people talk about no, that it, it, as a fan right the but games have been played anything. if somebody put an asterisk on Wikipedia now to say that Man United were actually league champions in 17-18 I'll be honest it means nothing to no, me no. it will mean nothing to the players that don't play for Man United anymore and it would mean nothing to these players it's, it's, you know you probably wouldn't even put it in a museum and say that happened but my thing is that the Premier League have set like you said a serious precedent here which if it isn't followed well, let, let, they will let me stop their it's not the Premier League oh sorry they, yeah because they don't even want for, the for Premier League have had coming. to give it to an independent. Yeah. Well, I say I don't know who's give it, who's yeah, chosen yeah. the independent commission or mm. wh whatever you call it. So that needs some clarity, I think. But will the Premier League want their biggest earners, their biggest clubs? Obviously, I'm not suggesting no, that they're going to be foul play. But the look of the Premier League of, of a product then, mm. and this is why I think in football there's obviously so much corruption as there is in many other industries, right? Be naive to think there isn't. Yeah. Um, this is why. I severely question how Manchester City will get dealt with and Chelsea will get there because these are the clubs at the top end of the Premier League, the ones that bring in the most money. They are the main attraction, part of the main attraction. And that's not to, to crap on the small clubs, by the way, but I, I generally fear that there will be a difference in treatment because it's little old Everton well, versus Manchester City with all the amazing lawyers they got, the setup that they yeah. got to make things go away. They we'll did it with UEFA. See. We'll have to wait and see. This happened. They did it with mm. UEFA and there was a there was a, a complex situation. They couldn't go back far enough. They avoided it. You know, and I'm not and I'm not saying that that's going to happen again, but I, I mean our, our producers put here um just sort of to me like from a United perspective, do I respect City's success? You know, not on the pitch, but in 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 terms of the means of how they became successful because of what's going on. If you but, say no, you better leave no, the building. No. Do I respect their success? Yeah, you have to. In surely. terms of, look, I'll, be, I'll be a hypocrite in terms of, I just wanted Qatar to come in and own Man United. So I'm not yeah. going to say like, you know, oh, you know they own by and this, you know. But I, in, in terms of all, this, all these charges, 
that they have to answer for. If they've been cheating, then no, I don't respect it. Yeah, but let, it. let's say Mancini got an extra payment from a different company, which is one of the allegations. Let's mm. just say. That doesn't mean that Pep coaching ability with the group of players exactly you know what I mean he's still coach but, but this says but this says not this says not on the pitch though you have to, okay if it's it not says on, not on the pitch I can't talk about players and how they play football and the things they've won because we've all seen it but what I'm talking I'm about not, not on the if they've cheated and they've, the they pitch. are accountable for these 115 charges how can I respect what they've well, done you, you know what it, what it leads on to and I'd be interested in and ask you to your opinion on this the financial fair play world is getting better. I think it's getting stricter and clubs are having to adhere. So Newcastle owners can't come in and just spend mm -hmm. a billion quid, right? That's not the way it's working anymore. Mm -hmm. But the recent the recent other rule change, or the, sorry, the one that wasn't voted through, was um, the clubs voting against, um, for the fact, sorry, that clubs are still allowed to loan players. From the clubs owned by the... Yeah, same from owner. the same owner, mm. and I was wondering if you agree or disagree with that, and why. But the pushback of well, they didn't, they didn't cancel it. They, yeah. they, they um, again, from a Man United perspective, I, I saw no, that football, Man football perspective. Yeah. Should you be because able that's to? That's the key. It's yeah. Football. Should you, football. Should, if you, if you're owned by other clubs, should you be able to? I would say no. You couldn't be loan another player. I don't think you should be able to, okay. only because. I get there's it's not the same for everyone in general because people got different budgets and the size of the football clubs. But for me, I would like there for the things we can control, like something like this, I think you need to help keep it as level playing field as you can. Burnley, who might be struggling for players, I know they might have an affiliation with Anderlecht because of kind of yeah. a company, whatever, that's a relationship. But actually, you know, they're only owned by say one set of people. So they don't have the luxury or the or or, or the, the, the the privy to be able to Go and say to Atalanta in Italy, give us a few strikers struggling a little bit. I know Watford have it with Udinese. So you're against moving. it. If I was choosing, I would say let's yeah, let's keep sense. this. Yeah, makes I say sense. I say let's let's. What leave about that. you, Anon? I think the fact that as an owner, you can only if you own a large part of one club, you can't. You can the maximum you can own of another club who plays in the same competition as you is twenty five percent. The fact that that's on the table and you can't do that. I don't think you should be allowed to loan a player from that club. You know, there's too much, um, there's too much uh, grey areas in that, I think for me, for someone who owns a football club to just go, okay, we'll, we'll send him there. We'll buy him for that club, put him there, but then he'll come on loan to here. There's too many grey areas for mm. that, I think. That's why it, for me it's unfair. But the fact that the president's already been set in terms of ownership, that you're only allowed to own 20 or 25 percent or no but you're, you're talking about within the same country in the same league yeah if it's a different no, country no no it's that's in different countries well, no because the pif own newcastle and they own god knows how many teams in saudi they own all of them no, of, co of course so if of pif for example newcastle is a great example if they it, the, the the argument started or the, the I'm so, that's but in europe in, I'm oh, saying, in europe, europe yeah but, europe, but, but the is. saudi thing has caused this new problem yeah. so if Neves or Benzema yeah. or whoever wants to come come Newcastle, PIF own the club, yeah. so they can they're going to get first dibs on him. And actually, Newcastle don't have to pay the wage because the same company's paying their yeah. wages. I think it's really dangerous. I think I think it's a really I think. Well, let I, me give you an example yeah. to try and simplify because I think it's important. I've been going through this a lot, talking about it, so it's, it's become easier to understand. So there's two aspects: there's a loan market, and then there's the transfer market. Mm -hmm. So let's deal with the loan market. If we stop that. 
you would stop what we just talked about, yeah? yeah? But you'd still have a problem with financial fair play, as you know. Because what would happen is, if, for example, Newcastle wanted to sell Matt Target... Mm, to balance to, the books. To balance the yeah. books to Saudi for 50 million. He hasn't played in two seasons. Yeah. They can sell him to 50 million because yeah. they're paying yeah. themselves. See, back to the square one. But yeah. Newcastle's balance book has made 50 million profit, yeah. which then allows them to go and spend that 50 million on someone yeah. else. Yeah. So that's a secondary has problem. Has to be both. Someone gave a great example the other day and said, to, said, right, so what we're actually saying at the moment with the Saudi league opening the way it has and PIF doing this ownership mm -hmm. thing and other other companies doing it as well, it's not just them, a dig at them and Newcastle because this could happen anywhere. Bruno could be sold to Saudi, mm -hmm. Bruno Gomez, for 100 mil. He's off, that's, so what would that be? Say what they're paying for him? Say, say that's a 60 million profit on their balance yeah. book. Yeah. Then it could be loaned back. Mm. For free, for free. Yeah, but obviously it's not because all the money, all this they're doing, can't be right. All they're doing because it's like having a bank accounts, different think, bank I've, accounts, I've, I've and shifting your money around the different bank accounts. It's all still yours. Do you know what I mean? I've, but I've one think, bank account needs what, a bit more than the what's, other. What's being established is is football is such a massive business now. The business is overtaking the football side of things. That's what's happening. Um, mm. I think if if ever there's a loophole to be taken, people will take the loophole. Um, but again, I think there's so much inconsistency within football, within the authorities of football that it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, this and let's have it right. If Man United were doing like you like you just said, you just wanted the, the Qataris to come in and own a football club because mm. you know they got deep pockets. Yeah, and it's and it's allowed now. Exactly. I'm looking at PSG. So, so, I'm looking so at City. I'm looking club, at Newcastle. It's allowed. If your club gets that, you will welcome it. Yeah. The logic, the logic is that it's wrong for football for the reasons we just gave. Mm. And it's it's an extreme example. But one of the problems you've got, that even if everybody agreed this is wrong and it needs to be stopped, then the, there's a legal argument to freedom of trade and all those different issues. It's really complicated mm -hmm. and I don't really understand. The fact is that the way it's going is the big clubs are going to benefit more. Now, exactly. <clears throat> I don't necessarily think the loan issue is that big from a footballing perspective. It is from the financial because it leads to what the transfers, the loans, it's, it's a way to get around FFP. But I don't know whether you agree or disagree. The football aspect... You can go out and loan. Give me a team, right? And go and tell me a player they can loan that's going to affect the Premier League. Give me a loan that's happened in January that's really affected the impact of the Premier League. Because Neves is an exact... Neves yeah. midfielder from Wolves. Mm. He's all right. I like yeah. him steady. Not well yeah. beater. But if he goes into Newcastle side, I don't think he elevates them to no, surpass... No. Just keeps them ticking along. Yeah. Right? yeah. You know, Benzema coming in, he's 37, isn't he? Yeah. All right, yeah. you stick him up front for Arsenal. Is he going to win them the league? When he's been mm. playing in Saudi for three months, but should but but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, is of it course. is is it actually from a footballing point of view that big a deal anyway? No, but I feel like if I we start I minimizing, football, I think it's a bigger yeah. football. Yeah, it is, it is, I but it's still big. wrong. But what what? Yeah, sorry. Well, the point I'm making the narrative around this story at the minute is oh, it's unfair on the football, but it's nothing to do with the football. No, it's it's, it's unfair big, on the finance. It's it's, it's bigger than football mm. because you got to think as well the. Um, these big money moves and that the amount of money is bringing into the into the economy, and so obviously we're 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 in uh, and it's off topic a little bit, but we're in a, a situation where there's a massive crisis coming. You know, this is bigger than football. These, these if these things can help the economy, are they going to get shut? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Oh, no, they're not. Not even just it, help the economy. Help, they're going to help people's back pockets. It's personal gain. Of, but, but, which is what but, seems but to be a lot of this. That's part of the, economy, of, of the yeah. wider picture. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you look at stuff and... and, and and I, I've got that off the basis of 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 looking into stuff in Saudi and stuff like and, and things over there. Um, the GDV over there, based on what they're doing in sports, has gone up like one two percent. That's massive for them as a country. If stuff happening here and benefiting our country socially and financially, are they going to turn it down? Right now, we can't afford to turn that down. And, and I don't want to mix politics with football, no, no. but it's, this is bigger than football. Mm. Which is why it's so complex, you know, and and, and well, it is. It's the freedom of business, isn't of it? Of course, it's, it's and there's, there's, there's one, there's there's one country that's thriving doing it, and there's one that isn't, and then, and and there's, there's, they're they're not dealing with it properly, you know. And, and I think if we're gonna deal with it, we deal with it properly. If we're not, then it's a free for all. But it has to be one. It can't be in the middle. Right now, we're in the middle. So there's no clear pathway of what we what we're doing. Do you know what I think? A lot of football fans out there hopefully watching and people just who love football take the politics away in the FFP for a while, for a minute and I know people are interested in that but the reality is the good thing about this rule and even though we think it should have gone the other way or the vote is that we could possibly in January see some of the best players come in there or good players mm. <laughs> used to be the best yeah. player. maybe you know you we might it's well, going to be weird imagine not, well, imagine Benzema comes well West Ham need a forward Pardon? He's not going West Ham. We need no, but we imagine, need imagine, imagine Benzema come, goes to Arsenal and they do go and win the league. Yeah. yeah. Do you no, know what I mean? So he is good enough in that Arsenal team to give him chances to get some balls. In terms of just yeah. football, in terms of just football, yeah, it's a good it thing. could be unbelievable for, for the Premier League. Yeah. Mane could come back. It could be. It could be unbelievable. <laughs> Would you have Mane back on the left wing filling a little bit? I don't need him now. Yeah, it's actually... But it could be brilliant for the Premier League as a person watching football. It actually could be. Yeah, as a spectacle. Joe yeah. would be 100%. mad if United change management they lose the next few and then Ronaldo comes back in January. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> then we do win imagine. the league. Yeah, imagine that. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are um, uh, on that topic. Dude. Obviously, it's been taken over the whole international break. It's a bit serious. Sorry, guys. Yeah, um, but it, it's it's a massive, massive talking point. Uh, Man United, obviously, taking on Everton. Um, what type of game do I expect now this has happened to Everton? Even tougher. To be honest, us against the world. They've docked right. us, put Everton were doing fine. They're on. They're in the ascend, ascend, ascendancy anyway, and now they're going to go. And we got a fragile win. Man United you coming don't, you in. Don't do well against them either, do you? Uh, well, we do all right. We do all right. We lost there for a little bit. Sorry um, about the noise, by yeah, the way. If you can hear there. that, I don't know what's Some building on. work going yeah, on. Yeah. Um, I expect a really, really tough game. Harder than it was going to be. They could beat Man United, like I said, be out of the relegation zone straight away. So it is if the other results go their way. I think the big thing with international when they come back, and we'll have a little chat about Liverpool and City now, because that's a massive game this weekend for yeah. lots of reasons. But it is a shame that it's come after international break. I know players are flying in from mm. all over and there's a 12.30 kickoff, which is yeah, the yeah, chat for another day really. But... I'd like to see the. I always like to see the two best teams go head to head with everybody firing yeah, on all yeah. cylinders. Has Klopp got a point then when he says like you know. My my general feeling on moaning about half twelve kickoffs is get on with it. You're at one of the biggest clubs yeah. in the world that everyone wants to see. You're paid eight or ten million pound a year. You got a squad of twenty international players. Do you care get, as a player. I didn't Honestly. like them. 
Is it harder to prepare? Yeah, because like, of the diet, the food. You have to eat earlier. You have to. It's just a change of routine. You know, the extra few hours does help a little bit. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't see. I do. I watch for work a lot of games. You know, at half twelve on Saturdays, and very few of them are, are very as good as the other ones in the week. So you know, it's a clear difference. I think it? so. But when you when you watch Liverpool City play, which is two teams. You know, they go toe for Liverpool, it, yeah. high energy. City, Liverpool over the years has been a really good game. Yeah. You want to see all the best players on the pitch all at it. Now we might have, I know this can happen after the European weekend as well, but, you know, in terms of injuries, Haaland's doubtful. Will, will Klopp pick the lads who've been in South America? Because I think for Liverpool to beat City and going on to the football side, I think Liverpool need Nunes, Diaz and Salah because of the pace. Mm. That's I my thing. That. You know, City have the centre-half, whether it's Akanji or Stones, always yeah, comes out and vacates. Yeah. I don't think there's a better front three suited to... And yeah. Chelsea had joy, you know, with the pick. Yeah. Sterling, yeah, Jackson. Yeah, that, joy, yeah. that turnover, that first pass is key, isn't it? Yeah. If it's forward and it's... And Chelsea and it's kept getting in loads. Good. But Klopp might not... He's, I don't think he's played Nunes after international break once. Mm. So, same with Diaz coming back as well. Same with Diaz coming back. He's mm. had that emotional week. Fair play, scored oh, two, didn't he? he? Oh played. my god! Did you see him against Brazil? Yeah, Just tells you about him, man. No, no. Did you see him against Brazil? I've been raving about him. I've been raving about him for a long time. He so. was at it. Well, let's get into that game. Yeah. Come on, Dan. You know, your teams are doing well. People saying Liverpool quietly going about their business. You know, this is the showdown. These are the big games. Let's have it. What? What? You you going there and you turning them over? I fancy to get. Do you know yeah. what? The last couple of weeks, I've had a feeling about games, and all. So, both take grant, note, guys. Yeah, no, take gr note. No, granted, this is the God's honest truth, and it's evidenced. I had a feeling Chelsea at Tottenham. I don't know why. Just that everything was going too well mm -hmm. for Tottenham. Yeah. And then I had a. I was having a chat last week on the show, and I said uh, before, well, whatever it was, before the Chelsea City game. And I said, Chelsea won't lose that game. And I got a feeling Liverpool won't lose this one. I don't know if they can win it, but I've, I, I mean, especially if Ireland's not playing, that would be a big yeah. thing. But I've got a feeling with the way Liverpool are at the minute and the legs they got in the team, they could cause City problems. Now, don't get me wrong. Alvarez can come in, though. Well, he's been playing anyway, yeah, but yeah, play so further up, further yeah. Forward. But still, as a, you tell me as a centre-half, Haaland's missing. You've got a little spring in your yeah, step, haven't yeah. you? I would have anyway. Especially even... Big Verge as well. Yeah, Exactly. But the, the other thing, the only thing that worries me a bit with Liverpool is even though they're playing well, they still concede chances. Loads of chances. You know, yeah. even the West, um, West Ham game at home, they, West Ham had chances yeah. and they could say the same in a lot of the games. I can't believe you were saying even West Ham, like we're just... No, I'm bringing it because you remember the game, that's right. I didn't mean he, sorry, I take <laughs> he that back. Like that. On, I didn't, he meant little old West Ham, that's on. what he meant. You're better than that. But one thing actually, I just mentioned City technically, you know the thing with Liverpool still bringing Trent in mm. from the right? If he plays Docker on the left, mm. Trent... Problems. <laughs> And Canati's been injured. And, and he's going to. Joe Gomez? I mean, they're right back. No, Trent will start there. Yeah. But what I'm saying is okay. if he goes too quickly and leaves yeah, yeah, that, yeah. and Inverted. Matip's been playing central, he hasn't mm. got Canati's pace. Because you know Canati's good at getting yeah, over Yeah, he can recover. He's yeah. good, yeah. That's a concern. You fancy City in this one? Or what are you saying? Um, I think it's going to be a tight game. I think, I think, I don't think, I don't think this will be as free-flowing as, as we're used to seeing them two teams. Playing at going at each other, um, they're going to be key areas like all big games. I think the one you've just said there with Trent playing fullback and and how he invertly comes in, the timing's going to have to be spot on mm. at all times because him Doku having space to run at him or space to run into 
it's, it's a, a dream for him. Mm. Let's have it right. It's a problem, you know. But then, like you said, Liverpool have got a front three that is made to play against this this team as long as the turnovers are good. Mm. And that's that the first key. pass. The, the turnover in this game, the turnovers in this game are the... That's the, the deciding the, factors. The, they're the deciding factors. When the ball gets turned over, who's better with that first pass yeah. is who wins this game. I think it's going to be a lot tighter. As opposed to slow build-up. How up would you, 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 from a Man U perspective, how, you know, like, not, not, because sometimes I'm looking at it from a buyer's point of view, how do you think the best, what do you think the best way is to stop Rodri for Liverpool? Do you do someone stick on him? Do you do you stop the ball to him? What do you do? I think the, he's the man. Yeah, he is the man. Have you seen his numbers when he doesn't it's, play it's, compared it's to when he does? Yeah, it's, it's chalk and cheese. Yeah. And obviously someone like Bernardo Silva as well is someone you have to try to stop having a good game. Not because, the same as Rodri. But Rodri's just the dictator. He's the orchestra. He's the heart of everything that they do. How do you stop it? It depends how you want to approach the game. Well, you know Liverpool uh, will approach you like yeah. that. So I think Klopp only knows one way. Like I, I can't see him. I can't see him saying to someone like Saboslai or Alexis McAllister or Gravenberg, "Go and I tell you what, just do, do do a Herrera on Hazard for me. Just, do, 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 just man mark him. It's not the Klopp way. No, but someone's going to have to press him when he but gets. But when it. yeah, I think he. And I think he'll play. I think he'll play Saboslai and Gravenberg ahead of McAllister. Mm. So because they're both so and they're mobile athletic yeah, yeah. that right. one it's of them mo has mo to fly mobility them. is the only way you can do it yeah because if you're too passive and you sit off Man City a bit like Casemiro and Amrabat Absolutely. they're they're athletic yeah well, they didn't play together against <laughs> that in that game yeah that was uh, that was Bruno Eriksson and someone else can't Again, remember no, that's all about obviously but you can't do it being a, being a midfielder enough the timing of your press yeah is the key you mm. can be as dynamic as you want. But the timing of your press when you're pressing a player like Rodri mm. is key because if you're you, almost, late, you almost got to, you got to try and press him in these blind spots. Do you know what I mean? And does he have any? He ain't got any. Do and you that's, know what I mean? And so I'm, I'm, it's like the timing has to be perfect yeah. because they've got so many players that are competent on the ball. You know, the way, you know that you move a ball to move the picture. It's like you just pop it off to Stones or to Akanji. That was your nickname, Flex, when you were single, wasn't it? <laughs> Rodri. <laughs> No, right. just pop it off. There. No, right. no, 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 not spots. me. No blind no spots, mate. No, no. Like Rodri's out. That's, that's out of my league. That's that's out of my league, mate. Way out of my league, definitely. Um, you were single, but once, City. Probably right? back in the day. Yeah, thought, yeah. Thank God for that. Um, I will say this. I will say this. Yeah, just once. Only one time in my whole life. Um, I will say though, I do fear that Liverpool, like you said, they concede so many chances. They do. There's a lot of gaps in their play, um, even against average opposition. Even when I saw him play against Brentford. Um, yeah, that's true. The, the, you know, you've got Tony Alvarez, getting in, Wissa getting in. Alvarez being Tony playing, Alvarez being higher up the pitch. I think he's like, well, don't listen. I think he's dropped off a little bit recently. But, I don't but think, I think but, yeah, but recently. he hasn't played. I know played, what you mean. You know I, mean? I think there's a lot of hype. Everyone's saying Alvarez, he's been all right. But he ain't played up the pitch. I think if Haaland's not fit, he plays up the pitch. And he gets the chances that Haaland's Yeah, maybe. I see your point. I think he's a bit more cleaner. Yeah, you know, and that's not dismiss. Obviously, not dismissing Haaland. Mm. I think he, his numbers speak for themselves. But you know, like he just looks a little bit cleaner. Yeah. Mm. On on on. With, with I I think Haaland not playing is is just a massive. Yeah, I think factor. we don't know that yet, do we? No, no. Or, or he's he just no, no, oh, no. If, oh, if he doesn't, you see though, the yeah. picture with him his ankle. And he didn't play the second game, so yeah. he's obviously got a problem with it. Yeah. But yeah. You know, with ankles, it can be a few days. It can be yeah. a few weeks, can't it? Yeah. yeah. So fingers crossed, he's injured. Um. Like, uh, prediction give me a prediction for that game go on 
Dixon a two-two. I think. I'm yeah. Go. yeah. Score I'm draw. Come on, Danny. Two-two. I'm not going bold with a win. Not a Man City. Come on. I'll go two-two. I spoke to Dixon the other day. Actually. Good job. Yeah, good lad. <laughs> Great. Uh, I'm going to go Man City two, Liverpool one. I think City will nick it. I'll do it. Question. Mm. Who do you dislike more? Liverpool. Mm, obvious. Not Always. Even a Someone asked me that the other day about Man U and Man City. I was like, what? Yeah. Liverpool. Liverpool are our fiercest rivals. Liverpool. But the, the city's blue, though. Your city's blue. Yeah. But the two most successful English teams are Man United and Liverpool. And yeah, that hatred yeah. of the North West goes so deep-rooted than a new city that have to catch up man titles to each of Liverpool and Man City by by um, Liverpool Man United by many titles to even be in the same breath. Okay. So, yeah, Liverpool absolutely all day. Um, I want to ask you guys this, actually, about the international break just quickly because France beat Gibraltar 14-0. Disgrace. Mm. Okay. <laughs> it's a disgrace, isn't it? Right. So they beat them 14-0. That's all one of the goals Mbappe scored. You know, he loved the keeper from around. He's running like, ah, come on. But look, it's a spectacle. If you went to see your team play and they scored 14 goals, great. What good is that for football? And is it just that just has to happen because of the qualification? Or should should international football change so that that sort of situation can be avoided? I don't think it can. I think I think it's an inevitability with the broadening of the work, the game worldwide and trying to get more countries and more nations and continents stronger and better to, to exclude them completely was, is going to stump development. So you're going to get these occasional hammerings. I mean, Gibraltar are the bottom of the, the yeah. you know, the barrel in terms of level. I They're think, new, aren't they? They're new. I, They're I think if you game. think back even okay. what, 20, 30 years, 20, 30 years, a lot of games were heavy defeats at international level. Yeah. The level now is closing apart from the top teams. You know, a lot of these teams who you don't know much about, you know, North Macedonia. Mm. I was about to say yeah. England should be winning that 8-0. Yeah, but, but they, I mean, when they, you they beat it, Italy to yeah. knock them out. What was it? World Cup qualifying. Yeah, World Cup, yeah. You know, these type of nations, <laughs> they, before, but they only they? get better by playing. So I think these exceptional results aren't great. Nobody wants to watch that. Who's interested? But I think it's inevitable. I, I, I think just touched on England there, and I think uh, I think it's important that we, we we touch on them with obviously everyone complaining that they didn't win the game and didn't win it like the way France um, beat Malta. Is it who they played? Gibraltar. Gibraltar. Sorry. Mm. Um, so Gareth Southgate coming out and saying that he that we controlled the game and stuff like that. That for me is a problem. You know, we controlled the game, but we didn't. Uh, do you know what, mate? I don't. I, I just think being in those squads I've been in, it's like players They're switch. Hard games. switch don't, I, I get that. They're trying to stay years. fit for the weekend. I, and listen, I, listen, I get all that. Pitch wasn't great. I, I get all that. Yeah. But to come out and say, yeah, we controlled the game. Is that really good? We we want to... No, be honest. We, we, be he honest. can be honest. Exactly. He's got success. He can say, yeah. look, that, I don't think the lads were at it. Mm. Exactly. I agree with you. He said I, before I, the game, I know what... The, I, I've been in these situations as an England player where in these games where you're just trying to keep ticking over. He did, he did, he yeah. did allude to He's the not fact that he knew the game might be protecting him a bit. But he is, yeah. But, like, we're going into a tournament in the summer which, if we don't win, he's in trouble. Let's have it right. If we I don't think, win it, he's in trouble. You know, and, and I think, again, you're playing against uh, Macedonia. Do you need to play Aaron Maguire? Do you, need to you don't need to play these players. I think you play all the lads you want. You give them an opportunity to yeah. show, exactly. show me exactly. why I exactly. should be. Yeah, the whole team should be Exactly. Yeah. And my, my take on this and, and the reason why I mentioned Maguire is 
we played awful we, as well. <laughs> we, we controlled the ball and we looked negative is what people were saying. Mm. But we controlled the ball. It was too safe. Wasn't that's it? a person. That's what I mean. That's personnel. Our personnel, our, our, the players that we pick tell you and the formation that we play tells you we're an attacking team. Right? However, if the personnel don't fit that formation, like I think for us to win the Euros, we have to play with two centre-backs that can play at the halfway line. Mm. That are comfortable going one. That. That, he would never that, do that. But this, but yeah. this is the, for me, yeah. that is the problem. That's why we, con we, controlled the, we controlled the game, we controlled the ball, but with no penetration. Mm. We're controlling the ball on our 18-yard eight box. We're in control of the ball. No, I, there was no urgency as no well. No urgency, but what I'm saying is, if we got two defenders, centre-backs, who can play the halfway line, mm. who like to go and play there, who know that they can play passes like a midfielder, so to speak, to give the likes of of um, Saka, Who Foden, would you, who, just finally, ball. who would you, let's uh, pick our two, who's your two if everyone's fit? Stones has to play. 100%. For me, has to play. Um, I like Mark Gay. I like, I like. What about you, Flex? I like Mark Gay, I do. Stones, obviously, the shoe in. I think uh, Levi Cole was not there yet. No nope. the problem. That's a that's that's the big that's a big issue because if I really he was, like him. I, I really like but, him. But it's thinking. too early. We can't just say because he looks good and he, he's not ready yet. Stones and Gay for me. Stones and Gay. Gay's combative. He's strong. I think Quick. he's I think he's ahead Quick. of Tamori in that. And he can and he can pass. Yeah. Yeah. He he, he'll be gone from yeah. Palace. He's yeah. proper. Mate. I, ju I proper. just think for us right I'd now. Day, I just think for us. Saka must leave Arsenal, come to England, and think I'm getting the ball at the halfway line. I'm used to getting the ball in the final third where I feel dangerous. Mm. Now he's getting it at the halfway line. He's he's got half a pitch to get to get up mm. before he even starts feeling dangerous. I think for us to go and win a major competition, yeah. we need to play with two centre backs that can play at the halfway I agree line. With you. In my opinion. Yeah, I agree. When we went one nil up against Italy in, in the in the final, if we had two centre backs who could play at the halfway line, we go and take that game. We win mm. it. Mm. Not assertive. And that's that's been the problem. Um there you go. International break is over. Um, Danny has predicted that Liverpool will brush aside Man City and go top of the table. <laughs> no, he uh, <laughs> um, There are some other tasty games. Actually, really, really quickly, Spurs-Villa. Give me a prediction. Tight game, that. Villa, Villa. not so great on the no, uh, Villa, on, on Villa winning that. Spurs have still got injury problems. Draw. Draw. I think, I think Villa, Villa winning that. And yeah. I think Chelsea will win at Newcastle because of Newcastle's injuries. I think, I think Villa win. Yeah. And I think... Um, Chelsea-Newcastle. At Newcastle. I, think, I think Chelsea. You know, I, th mm. I think Chelsea are turning the corner now. I mm. think um, you're starting to see more of a potch mm. type team. You know, okay. I, I think they're turning the corner. And against the better teams, they, 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 they mm. give it a good go. I'll go with that. Um, let us know what your predictions are and let us know uh, how to fix football, whether it's through FFP and all of the financial irregularities or whether it's with the international scene. Should things change? See you same time, same place next week. Peace. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. <laughs> <laughs> you will be timed. <laughs> Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. 
and so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.